0: This episode is brought to you by Boxy, the gift service. Boxy is your go-to for all gifting, where you can even build your own gift online. Corporate clients love the innovative corporative gift solutions. Call them for a consultation or find them at www.sendboxy.com.au. Welcome to All Things Small Biz, a podcast to help you take the leap and run your own business from someone who has done it themselves and wants to share what they learned with you. Hello and welcome to the All Things Small Biz podcast. My name is Sarah Hales, your host, and today we'll be talking about the side hustle. Today we'll talk about my side hustle, West of the Waves, and then we'll bring in today's amazing guest, Sam Blacker from the podcast Butler. Sam is the producer of this podcast, so he's someone I work very closely with. He's so generous with his time and knowledge, and I'm really excited to get him in front of the mic today. But first, as always, we have Brian with us.
1: What's happening today.
0: Well, we've got Sam coming on the podcast, which is exciting.
1: Sam's a jovial young fella.
0: Yeah, he's very helpful. I'm super appreciative of him.
1: He's given me some uh, constructive criticism.
0: Guidance. Yeah,
1: guidance. <laughs> he's helping me along the way, teaching me to get better.
0: Yes, he's very helpful to us.
1: So, today's podcast, so what's your side hustle? Yeah. So, your side hustle is West of the Waves. What made you start West of the Waves?
0: I've probably said this on another episode, but when Jack, our son, was born, um, Mm -hmm. prior to having Jack, I had a very busy career in mining. Um, I'm an engineer. I worked in lots of management roles and I've got a very busy mind. And little Jack, bless him, was eating when he should, sleeping when he should. He was the perfect baby. And I had... Too much mental energy and I needed to set myself a project. Um, I did the whole entire thing backwards. I built the website, then I named the business, and then I found a product. But initially, to answer your question, the reason I started West of the Waves was as a project um, for me to like funnel that mental energy into so that I didn't get crazy.
1: Yeah, and um, your brother- had a bit to do with it as well.
0: yeah, he did. Um, I was talking to him, and you know, I just knew that I wouldn't be able to go back to what what the way that I was working mm-hmm. in the past, and he just said, I'm sick of hearing about all the things you can't do. I only want to hear about what you can do, and in fact, I challenge you to build a website. So I built one. Here we are. Excellent. It was a good nudge. I needed it because i I had probably been sitting on that for a number of years thinking I didn't have the skills to build my own website and um you know, with a little bit of Google, and it turns out I did.
1: Yeah, it didn't take you too long and work your way through it and you've built a a couple of websites since.
0: Yes, I have. I'm probably, I don't know, getting towards ten, I think.
1: Yeah, so moving forward, what's your plan? For West of the Waves. Oh,
0: global domination. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, look, I do want to continue to grow the business. I would love the business to become my full-time gig. Yeah. I want to continue to deliver pieces that... Um, my customers love. I want to continue to bring in all of the beautiful like pearl jewelry and expand that range. I want to be able to travel with the business. I want to be able to increase our customer base. I just love my little business. I love what I have been able to develop. I love what I've done with my business and I just want to continue to do that. Yeah. I want to continue to make it bigger.
1: You're making it bigger. It's it's growing. Massively in the last probably eight to to twelve months, it is, is exceptional the growth that it's had. How are you going to keep it as your side hustle? Is it going to turn from your side hustle into your full time gig? Or
0: oh, uh, look, I already think that it's at a point where um, I have I've I've recently just hired someone else into our team, but there's there's a second part to it. I actually love my job. Mm-hmm. I've studied for you know years. I've got a couple of engineering degrees and then I've worked in mining for you know 15 plus years so that, that's another part of my life and a part of me as a person that i actually really love and i've spent years and years and years gathering the you know experience that I have in the mining industry and I don't think that i'm totally prepared to give that up I, yeah i i think you know maybe I'm being naive by saying that I want to have it all but I really <laughs> think that what i w- <laughs> Ryan thinks i take on too much he might he might be right
1: well I've sort of think that you have it all when you married me, but anyway.
0: Oh, God. But what I really want from West of the Waves, or w- well what I want West of the Waves to be for me, is it's being able to channel my my energy into something that I really love and I really enjoy that is mine. I make the decisions. I take the business in the direction that I want it to, but it also gives me a level of flexibility. So, will I ever quit my day job? Maybe. But also maybe not, maybe I just want to work one day a week, maybe I want to work two days a week, but I have the flexibility because I've got another successful business.
1: Yeah, so um, all those things that you say that's why you're doing it, one of the main things that I know why you're doing it is because it sort of links you back to your roots, it's yeah. it's that's what that's where the name comes from. That's why you started doing it, and that's where you want to go with it.
0: Yeah, I think you're right there, but I don't know if linking you back to your roots is 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 quite right from my personal perspective. It is a part of me mm-hmm. that it is who I am. Yeah. I am a cowgirl who likes to surf. It is an embodiment of things that i love that make me the person that i am so it's a very personal experience to me my business and uh, i i enjoy
1: it a lot cool so um in your uh previous careers and your your mainline job at the moment you do a lot of tracking of metrics so what sort of things do you do you track in this business so how how do you keep track of whether you're going good bad or indifferent
0: Well, yeah, I definitely have. I've taken uh, knowledge and skills that I have from my mining career and I have applied them to this small business and I think everybody can do that. You don't necessarily have to have had a a mining career or an accounting career or a legal career, but you've got experiences in your life. Um, And I have definitely drawn on those experiences and brought them to West of the Waves. I've got a pretty simple spreadsheet that I track monthly, Mm. I track the sales that we have, I track- um, I like that. (laughs) What, that it's simple or the sales?
1: No, I like to hear when it's got sales.
0: Oh, yeah. I track the conversion rate, Um, I track how many people we have on our social media and on our email Mm -hmm. um, marketing list, and I also track the average order value. And I feel like if all of those- are going up or in the in the area of conversions and order values, if they're, you know, staying in the same zone or going up, mm-hmm. then the business is growing and it doesn't really need to be any more complicated than that. And then the other thing that I've done is I have a target in mind for my business and I've reversed engineered the numbers and I know what I need to get to hit that target Mm -hmm. so i can see whether or not i'm getting towards that goal if that makes sense so just to give you a little bit more insight into that so the industry average for an e-commerce store is um, a two percent conversion rate so what that means is that if you have a hundred people go onto your website two of them will make a purchase you know and and then say your average order value i don't know is a hundred bucks and your target was whatever How many people does that then mean you need to have go to your website to achieve those number of orders? I know that number and I aim for that number. Nice. So, I want to have like- in the vicinity of 25,000 views on my website every month, mm-hmm. which I don't, but i that's my target. So, you know, to put in place- West um, of the
1: waves, let's get on board, people.
0: <laughs> no, to put in- I, I, I like to share this information because when I very first started out with my business, I didn't know these things.
1: Okay.
0: And, you know, how do you know if someone doesn't tell you?
1: And um, you'll also be able to help our viewers- uh, learn these things. You, listeners? You, you, yeah, listeners. Yeah, we're not actually looking at us, I suppose. So, um, yeah, so people out there, if you want to um, get in touch, Sarah can help out off West of the Waves email addresses or you can get in touch with her on Cokes as well. That'll, that that uh, There's some things on Cokes that can help you. Is that right, Sarah?
0: Yeah, and I'm always open to people reaching out to me and asking questions if they have any questions because I, I genuinely do want to help people. Um, because when I first started, I didn't know these things. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
1: That's right, yeah. So, a- any help that you want, Sarah's there. She's got some some links on her pages and you can have a look there. So, you're not sure if you want to have West of the Vays as a full-time gig?
0: Oh, look, I, I would love to. What what I'm saying is that I just don't think I'm prepared to turn my back on a 15-year mining career. Hmm. Um, I would I would love to, but I really think- that what I want from West of the Waves is, I might feel differently about it if West of the Waves was at the point where it needed me in the business full time and it could provide me um, with the same income that I can earn from my mining career. I might feel really differently about it because I would have to put so much into it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm answering the question correctly, but what I really want from West of the Waves is um, the freedom to work from wherever I want to work, and to be available for my family, um, to be there for all of those special occasions. That's what I really want. It's something I can put my passion into, and it's something that can give me more freedom.
1: Yeah, nice. I think that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to make it so good that we we can do the fun stuff and still be able to afford it.
0: Yeah, well, I was listening to an entrepreneur, um, Grant Cardone actually the other day and what he- well, 10X. <laughs> he was talking to Tommy Hilfiger funnily enough and what Tommy Hilfiger said was that entrepreneurs, when they get to that point where their business is successful, what do they keep on doing? They keep on working and why do they keep on working? Because their work is not hard. It's not work. It's fun. It's the thing that they're passionate about. So, continuing to work on that business is not a burden for them. They love it. Mm. And I I sort of feel like that about West of the Waves. I love it. it. I know that sometimes it annoys the shit out of you. Because I might use my spare time to be working on my business and you sometimes see that as work, whereas I see that as doing something that I really enjoy.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) What about my spare time?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I know I spoke a little about Sam at the top of the podcast, but I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about him. Sam has a gorgeous fiance, Tina. Tina. He's a dog dad, and he is the host on The Morning Show on our number one rated radio station here in Mackay and the Wit Sundays. He works his day job, but he also has an amazing side hustle called The Podcast Butler. I work with Sam as he is the producer behind this podcast, but Sam also has loads of other clients, and he's the producer behind some really successful podcasts. So Sam, thanks for agreeing to be on my podcast today. Getting nervous. Oh, thanks for having me, Sarah. Oh, no, I'm so thrilled to have you in front of the mic today. So, Sam, can you start by telling us a little bit about your day job?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, I do very early in the day a breakfast radio show on Star 101.9. I get in at about quarter past four in the morning. Uh, We do the show from six till nine. End up leaving at about twelve thirty. So I end up putting about an eight hour day. It's it's normal. But then, yeah, after that, I do the podcast Butler, where I help people edit their podcasts, launch their podcasts, uh, whatever it is, uh, I end up helping them with that. And so, that ends up taking a fair bit of the rest of my day up as well.
0: <laughs> and at quarter past four, that's earlier than I thought that you were in there, actually. You're sort of on my time schedule.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I, I mean, I, I, the only way reason I'm only getting up that early, so I get up at five to four, Uh, And then 20 minutes, I guess, because I'm a guy. I shower and I'm able to drive in because I'm an eight minute drive away from work. And then I get in and just sort of sit in the studio for a bit decompressing, I think.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a nice time of the morning. I quite like it. (laughs) And um, Sam, maybe can you tell us what's your why? Like, why did you decide to start the podcast, Butler?
2: Oh, okay. So uh, two reasons for this. Uh, The first is that... I'm a big fan of podcasting. I've been podcasting for a long time and I would sort of been thinking about doing a podcast business for a little while and then, uh, cause I just love it. Like I I've done every form of podcasting. I've been doing it since like 2014 and I in 2020 was just thinking about it and I was made redundant from my job at the time and it made me realize I needed a safety net and you know some, something else to fall back on. so you know I can't rely on the, the, the radio industry because they are cutting jobs all the time <laughs> and trying to network. but so that's that's the security why I guess. but the personal why is that I just love stories. Like the stories are pretty much the sphere through which I enjoy the world. Yeah, I can't read nonfiction, but I love fiction. But even autobiographies, I almost see as fiction as a story. Like as a kid, books, movies, um, even video games. I can't play just like online shooter games, but I can play anything with a story because I can follow it along. If you walk into a room and try to talk to me while I've been reading a book, you're not going to get me because I just like I get too sucked into it. So the idea of being able to for a living just listen to stories and tidy them up is... Perfect.
0: <laughs> so, Sam, how long has the podcast butler been around?
2: Well, uh, probably not quite as long as you might think. <laughs> I was just starting to think about it. Someone had suggested it uh, as maybe a, a little bit of a side job. And I was like, oh, that, that could be nice. And then I was made redundant in August 2020. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd started that sooner. Uh, <laughs> that's something <laughs> yeah. to fall back on. But I, I was given five weeks of paid leave and I was determined to make it happen. So I just got to it. I got logos made, um, made business plans, figured out exactly what services I was going to provide, set up websites and everything else. And then I got a radio (laughs) job and I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to stop because this this is actually really cool. So, I kept doing it alongside the radio job. And then I probably officially launched around January, 2021. So, Not that long ago at all, sir.
0: Yeah, right. So, I found you pretty quickly then.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You are uh, one of my first full launch packages.
0: Wow. I didn't know that.
2: Very early on. I've been doing like bits and pieces, but yeah, and and it's been a lot of fun helping you with your podcast.
0: Oh, thank you. And um, I am extremely appreciative of your help because all of the tips and tricks that you give me, I would be... Far less professional if I didn't have you,
2: Sam. <laughs> oh, you're doing an incredible no. job, honestly.
0: Oh, thank you. And how do you fit this side hustle in? When does it happen?
2: Oh, that's that's a very good question. Uh, I do it with a combination of unsustainably long hours and incredible support from my fiance. <laughs> um, <laughs> legitimately, like this is in all of my personal time because I'm just trying to get as much as as I can done. Now, I've got a sort of agreement with my fiance at the moment that she will help out with some of the extra stuff when I don't have the time. It's not sustainable. I would never expect her to do that long term. And I'm incredibly grateful that she does. And I'm very lucky that I have her to do that. It's just sort of like, you know, I'll finish work at 12.30 in the day, on a weekday, and then I'll come home and keep editing. And if I've had an especially long editing job, I might not have had time to prep dinner or walk the dog. So, she helps with that. Like I said, it's not long-term. It's also on the weekends.
0: Yes, I call you on the weekends and feel guilty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's okay. I mean, that's you don't need to feel guilty because that's the plan. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's it's not sustainable. Like Tina is a big fan of adventures and going out and doing hikes and camping. And we haven't done a lot of that while well, I've been doing this on weekends. So, <laughs> eventually, I'm going to have to transition. Um it's it's just about figuring that out.
0: And that probably leads in a nice segue into my next question, which was currently a side hustle, but do you see this being your full-time gig? Is that the plan?
2: Absolutely, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> uh, I'd never thought about it. I, I I think I'd always sort of been like, well, I'm doing breakfast radio hours. I guess I'm just going to be getting up at the crack of dawn every day. But the more I've thought about this, I'm like, I can pick my hours. A 7 a.m. start, not even a late one. A 7 a.m. start is so appealing. <laughs> um, being able to work from wherever, uh, Tina and I love to travel and the idea of being able to even travel and keep doing the work as well is really appealing. Uh, but also in radio, not, I I love my job and I love my bosses, but there are a lot of radio rules and there are people that Mm -hmm. I have to answer to. Whereas with my own business, uh, I can pick and choose my clients. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. And um, and this is where I can give you a bit of a boost, Sarah. I only go with the clients I want. <laughs> uh,
1: yes.
0: Sound good. (laughs) I've made the cut.
2: Yes, you have. No, but honestly, that's (laughs) why it's so appealing. And that's why I do want it to be long, like the full-time eventually, because that's just really appealing to me.
0: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with that. And that is something that keeps coming up time and time again with each guest that I interview is, you know, flexibility. And it's rarely ever about the money. It's about the flexibility. It's about doing something you're passionate about. The money that you might be able to make with having your own business is um, purely
2: secondary. Although I think I can probably make long term more money from this than radio, and that is very appealing too. <laughs> um, yeah, if, uh, this is this is a little note people may not know. In regional radio, you don't get much money.
0: <laughs> yeah, they probably don't
2: know that. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, um, Sam, is this something that you feel like you can be open about with your workplace?
2: That's a, So, this is a really interesting question because I, I get why a lot of people would be really cautious. And for me, this is something I did have to think about um, because it is in the same field as radio. Mm-hmm. So, there is a few things you got to be careful about. I mean, one, obviously, work is not going to be happy if it feels like I am letting- my side hustle affect my current job. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, uh, a bit of an issue. But as you've mentioned at the beginning, we recently won the, the, the rating survey. We actually went from number three to number one after I joined the station. And we did that while I was in the middle of probably my busiest period with the company so far, um, the podcast butler so far. So, there's no concern there. And they've been really good about that. Yeah. But- the other thing, and I did have to have the conversation with them and make sure, and I, I do check in on this, is, as I mentioned, we're in the same fields, uh, sort of, you know. So, I need to make sure that doing my business isn't going to cost the, the radio company money, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, I think I've been able to spin it pretty well, but, you know, and maybe a, a lesser company. Um, would look at it and say, oh, you're convincing businesses to do podcasts for their own promotion. They could be spending that money advertising with us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, there's there's a potential room for conflict there. But the way I, I put it more is I'm like, well, if they're doing it with me, they like me, they're actually probably more likely to spend with the radio station. So, it, But that was a conversation I did have to have yeah. with the bosses and be like, hey, I'm not going to steal potential advertisers' money. And luckily for me, this company, not all radio companies would be, but this company has been very understanding and supportive of that.
0: Oh, that's so good. I'm glad to hear it because you do hear sometimes that people, um, you know, they're keeping their side hustle a secret. And I just feel like that just reflects probably more badly on the business that they're working for because, you know, there's room for everyone. And if people mm. are committed to their day job and they're taking the radio station to the number one radio station, then the commitment's obviously there. So, I just don't think that there should be a problem.
2: I agree. It does come, I think, to a... I did a podcast. I think I've told you about this, Sarah, about people. I got people to anonymously share stories of toxic coworkers and bosses, and it's <laughs> yes. given me a bit of insight. And I think the thing I learned from that is that it's a control thing. Like it is the the ones who wouldn't let you have it are massively into control. And Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that's, I mean, I've worked for those sort of people. It's not great. It's a weird sort of catch 22 because if people are working for those sort of bosses, working for those sort of bosses is probably the reason they're wanting to do a side hustle in the first place to get away from them. Yeah. (laughs) But they also don't feel comfortable enough to tell the bosses about it because they're toxic controlling bosses. So it's an interesting situation a lot of side hustlers find themselves in i think we're just uh, a bit lucky
0: yes absolutely so sam what sort of things do you have in place to determine when it's going to be a good time to go full time
2: yeah this is this is something i've spent a lot of time thinking about because mm-hmm. the reality is i cannot i don't i don't believe i can have my business at a stage where it would be providing me with full-time income while also doing a full-time job I just don't have enough hours in the day. So, yes. it's about sort of juggling that. I think I'm I'm building up a, a bit of savings and working on a few strategies, but at some point I'm going to have to make the jump and again- Rely on my fiance um, to get us by for a little bit. Uh, But it's, yeah, because I I just, I would not have enough time in the day to have the podcast butler at enough hours that would be making me full time money while also doing the radio. So, one of the things I'm working on is, uh, as well as yourself, Sarah, I have, uh, including yourself, I should say, four clients who are currently building to a launch stage. So they're getting ready to launch. When those clients launch, that means I will have four podcasts requiring regular editing which is yeah. regular editing work um, that is relatively manageable I can do that pretty easy um mm-hmm. it's the, the a lot more time and effort goes into the launch stage but just having the regular income from from editing I've got a few editing clients but when I can add another four to that list that is, at least steady, reliable income um, that would be probably at a point where I'd be almost comfortable to make the leap. Uh, Once I've got a bit saved up as well to tide me over and help with costs. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, like I'm I'm at least mostly not using the money I'm earning from the Podcast Butler at the moment. I'm saving it. I did spend it on a new laptop, but now I have to keep saving again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I needed the new laptop, unfortunately, but now I keep saving and then, yeah, when we make that jump, I'll rely on those savings as well as that re- s- that regular income at a lower rate and then build upon that with-, with the free time I'll have.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you really do have it all planned out.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, again, though, uh, uh, and I cannot reiterate, I am so lucky to have my fiance. <laughs> um, the, the, the plan is we will rely on her income a little and that is, you know, I, and I think a few side hustlers are probably in this situation where you, you got that partner who's going to have, we're going to have to lean on a little and we are very lucky.
0: That's why you make a good team, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs>
0: yeah definitely because i know you know from from my own business and my perspective that i've i've just employed somebody um another member of the team because my day job obviously pays quite well and i can manage my business but there's a few things that um, you know, particularly in the area of social media or and advertising that get to the, you know, they get sent to the bottom of the list because maybe the accountant wants me to finish my zero transactions, or maybe I need to pay a bill or I need to um, get back to my uh, production house on clothing. And those jobs are prioritized higher. So I've employed somebody in sort of, you know, like a lower pay category to handle some of those admin type roles, because, you know, At this point, um, keeping on doing my engineering work is the sensible thing for me to do to get through that phase. Mm. And I know that another one of the guests um that we are having on and from country alua she was in the same position i think she actually had 3 full time employees before i'm not 100% sure i'll have to check that with her but i'm i'm quite i'm sort of on track that she had 3 full time employees before she, she took the leap to mm. quit her day job to then move into her business full time
2: that is actually another strategy i've been considering uh, mm. and i think it's it's something a lot of people Because the side hustle is such a personal thing. Giving up a little bit of that and having to trust someone else is a little tricky. And a lot of my brand is very personal with my clients because it's a service. Um, But one thing that would make it a lot easier for me is to take on even more editing clients, but outsource to freelancers temporarily and just take a cut Mm -hmm. and then when I do make the jump, take on all that outsourced work full-time. So, it's it's built up. It would be full-time work, but while I can't do it, I'm giving it to, to other people and then I can take it on. I, it's just about developing the freelance editors that I trust, of which I've got a few because I've been working in the industry for so long. But I guess it's sort of also uh, the point I've got to is like, Which clients I would do that for? Some clients like yourself, I've got a very personal relationship with, so it would have to be. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's that's fine. I. But also, you know, you've given a lot of trust to me on this, and I, I I don't want you to. Be like, oh, you're not even doing the editing. That's, hmm.
0: But, you know, honestly, if I knew that you were listening to it or you were managing it or you trusted the person, I'd be fine with you outsourcing that.
2: That's comforting, Sarah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because it may be another strategy I do have to implement at some point. I've got to to think long and hard about it. But, yeah, uh, that's very nice to hear from you. I love that we're doing a podcast, but I you just helped me with my business right there, so thank you.
0: Well, that's what this is all about, sharing, <laughs> helping, being the helping hand, giving tips. Perfect. So finally, Sam, I always like to ask other small business owners, do you have a hack? Have you got a number one go-to hack that it could be time-saving, it could be an app that you use? What's your best hack?
2: I think my hack is what has helped me – convert pretty much every lead into a successful client and that hack or tip more maybe more than a hack is honesty this is more for services I think as a service business but I have found and I think I said it to you Sarah uh, and I say it to all, everyone in the initial consult is like I'm not gonna bullshit you yeah. this is my pitch and I say to everyone there is no person who has all the answers when it comes to podcasting. Um, there are people who have the information and can help guide you, but they're not gonna be able to say 100% because one of the things I think I've said to you uh, again is the wrong thing can work for the right person. I can just give you what will probably work and help you with the editing and the support and everything else. And so I, I say that to my to any potential client. I am honest, uh, sometimes too honest, but I think almost the too much honesty has really worked for me, and that is the the brand I've gone for, and it has yeah. made a lot of people. I believe, uh, maybe you can say whether or not it's true, Sarah, but I think it's helped <laughs> people trust me, because, you know, like with 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 salespeople, quite often you'll go to them and uh be like well why should i get this product and they'll be like oh because of this and that and it's amazing it's amazing but if you had the sales rep be like well maybe not maybe this won't work for you but here is how it could but also here's some other things to keep in mind you're going to trust them more and at the end point as well for me i'm going to have a client that isn't expecting more than i can possibly meet because I've set the expectations
0: Yeah, no, and I got to that, I got to that trusting point with you very quickly And I, I think you're right I think it's the honesty Because you're not just saying to me, that was great <laughs> When <laughs> it probably was shit It's like going into the change room at a dress shop And every dress you try on, you come out and the lady says Oh, you look great And you're like, no, I don't You're <laughs> fucking lying to me <laughs>
2: Yes, you know exactly. it's it's
0: disingenuous, and you don't feel comfortable. You sort of walk out of there thinking, "No, I, I look terrible."
2: Mm-hmm. I and I think yeah for that, and then for services, for me, the only leads I have gotten that haven't converted haven't converted because they have been offered the services I'm giving them for free for, from someone else. So. <laughs> Yeah, they've joined networks who've given them the the free stuff because uh, they were big influencers and stuff. But everyone else, I think, because I've had that upfront honesty, uh, has been willing to at least give me a crack. And for me, it's it, it's even been more beneficial because of that. Yourself and a few of my other clients, Sarah, have been referring me, and I've gotten a few more clients from those referrals. I think because of that that relationship building that I've done from being so honest. Up front. And, uh, and I think I've said to you as well, Tina, my fiance, who will sit in the living room, will hear my end of the conversations when I'm having them in the study here. And she'll be like, why do you keep giving these things away for free? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should be charging for this stuff. But I just can't help myself. And I think that earnestness comes through as well. So, just be passionate and be honest. But
0: it will pay off in the end with the long-term
2: work. That's what I believe. And that that's yeah. why that's my hack. That's my tip.
0: Like I'm not going to anyone else. I don't even need, I've never actually spoken to ever anyone else. I haven't had a quote from anybody else. I was <laughs> referred to you by my friend Justine, who is also going to be a guest on the podcast. and And that was that. So, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere else.
2: Fantastic! what <laughs> so I like to hear a client's going to stick around. What I am
0: worried about though is telling everyone about you because I might not be able to get a slot. No, no, no. The more see
2: what will happen though is the more you tell people about me, the 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 sooner my timeline will come up, and then I'll just go full time, and then you'll have me anyway. I'm I'm not going anywhere. Don't you worry. You got me.
0: Winning. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today, Sam. It's just been so great to have you in front of the mic with us. And if people are looking for you, where can they find you?
2: Well, they can find me in a variety of places. My website, thepodcastbutler.com. I've got all the social media, Podcast Butler on Instagram and Facebook, where I also throw up a bunch of tips and stuff for podcasting so you can get a bit of a taste, see if you like the kind of direction I give as well before you even bother sending me a message. But I've got all my packages on my website And you you can find me pretty much anywhere there.
0: Oh, great. Well, I hope that if anybody's looking to start a podcast, they reach out to you. I really appreciate you getting in front of the mic and having a chat. And I just honestly really appreciate everything that you've done for me in bringing this podcast to life.
2: It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what we do next. And honestly, I'm so impressed with the hustle you've had, Sarah. Um, It's been really, really exciting to see and can't wait to see what happens next to the podcast. And Loving being along for the journey.
1: All right. So, today we've been talking about the side hustle. Yes. You've just finished having a yarn with Sam. I have. Now, it's time for the wrap up snap quiz.
0: Thank you, Brian.
1: All righty. So, we're just going to run through a couple of little questions. We don't want you to take too long in the answering as always.
0: Okay.
1: If you can just wrap up in one or two words. Unlikely people.
0: I'll try my hardest.
1: All right. Question number one: What are your goals for West of the Waves?
0: Oh, I do have some goals. My goal is to do a six-figure month for sales every month.
1: Do you have a time frame when you're going to reach that? Holidays. Like this
0: month? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to achieve it this month. But like, it'd be great if I did.
1: Yeah. But that's my goal. it is a lot of work. And when you when you see what goes into it, that'll. Six-figure month, that's going to be a lot of a lot of trips down to the post office, a lot of packing, a lot of the kids whinging. But-
0: I'm prepared. Well, not for the kids whinging. I don't want them to be whinging, <laughs> but I'm prepared to do what it takes.
1: They want to touch the packaging and rip it open and then you've got to wrap it again.
0: Oh, it's just a little bit of extra love going into every parcel.
1: Yeah. So, um, what sort of achievements do you celebrate?
0: Um, I'm probably not that good at... Celebrating the achievements, to be really honest, I could be better at that. Um, I, I think it is important to celebrate achievements and I harp on to other people about it, but I know that I don't do it myself and I should. Mm-hmm. If I was to um, achieve a goal nine times out of 10, I've already got the next goal planned. And then I move on to starting to achieve that goal, whereas I probably would be better off if I stopped, went out for dinner or, I don't know, just had some kind of celebration to celebrate achieving the goals. I'll have to put that on the list of things to get better at.
1: Well, we, we've uh, we've got a few nice restaurants in Mackay that we can go to and celebrate. I know. We haven't been out too many lately. No, no.
0: No, we
2: have not. So my
1: uh, third question, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I was going to run with when are you going to? When do you think you'll be able to quit your day job? But you, you I don't think you will ever quit your day job. Mm. When can I quit my day job?
0: <laughs> Never. Ah! If you want to quit your day job, you'll need to take a job with West of the Waves. So, you know, it's one or the other. I'm
1: happy to take the West part. <laughs> or, or the Waves part. I'll go fishing.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks, Brian. listening to all things small biz you can get more tips and find out about all the latest stuff we've got going on at the coax australia facebook and instagram pages that's coax c-o-a-x we'd love you to follow our social media pages or you can jump onto the website www.coaxaustralia.com thanks so much for listening